to the Her Influence Podcast, calling women to rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts. The Her Influence Podcast is created on behalf of Gather Women by women in Canada for women everywhere to rise in their leadership influence wherever they are planted. A special thanks to Graf Martin Communications, Canada's leading PR and marketing agency, serving faith-based organizations from coast to coast for their in-kind support. At Graf Martin, they are true collaborators who come alongside to be your marketing team for good. And now, here are your hosts, Kathy Ostupchuk, Vanessa Hoyes, and Caitlin Say. Hi, girls. It's so great to have you back on the podcast with us today. My name is Vanessa Hoyes. If I haven't had the chance to connect with you across these episodes yet, I am an Aussie living in Montreal, and I join the podcast co-hosts of Caitlin, and I also join our founder and lead catalyst, Kathy, as we all host this podcast. There's so many great interviews coming up in the next few weeks on the Influence Her podcast. Uh, Just a special note for this weekend is Gather Rise is happening and you do not want to miss out on this. And if for some reason you can't be in the room, then be praying over this gathering. It feels really, really significant for Canada and for where we're heading as a movement, a catalytic movement across this nation. So be praying about that. Jump on the website, share it with all your friends and family and co-workers and women all across this nation and let's celebrate no matter who's in the room we also want to celebrate what it represents on the soil of our nation so today you are going to love this woman her name is Molly and she lives in southwestern Ontario on a farm with her incredible husband David of 19 years she is homeschooling and raising half a dozen world changers. She calls them inspiring wonder, igniting passion and communing in prayer together. This woman just came into my world at a conference uh, just two years ago and it felt like a like-spirited, like-minded, kindred um, flame burning connection the moment we we talked to one another and so she is um, stunning she is a brilliant writer you need to kind of follow her on her social she's a voice that I truly believe is going to speak something um, over the nation of Canada when it comes to womanhood and when it comes to what God is doing. And so you're going to love my interview with Molly. And I just think this is the beginning of something stunning of her voice, of her influence. There are some really holy moments where she just comes alive with this passion for women and their place on the planet. And you're going to hear a lot more of her story in the future and where her family is involved. And so Molly is just new to the scene of bringing her voice to the public arena. And I love that Gather has been entrusted with some of these first moments for her and the generation of women that are coming after her that she represents. And so jump straight 
straight into this interview, there's kind of awe and wonder and holy moments where I am at a loss for words and uh, I pray it would take your breath away too and that you may find yourself described by Molly or resonating with some truth in here and we'd love to hear your feedback on it. Let's jump straight into the episode where I interview Molly today. Okay, I'm so excited to be here with Molly this afternoon and we have Kathy in the studio as well. And so Molly, why don't you say hi to our listeners this afternoon? Oh, it's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for all of the things that you are doing on behalf of women in Canada. It's a gift to be a woman under your leadership and your sacrifices. So thank you. Are we going to start crying already? We well, are, but we are going to build to that. Okay, Vanessa, we're going to build to that. Well, for sure, there's no under or over. It's totally hand in hand and we move forward together. And mm-hmm. I think we only move forward as fast as the, the weakest one or the slowest one. So yeah, we may start crying. But Molly Morton Sidoric, what a pleasure to meet you in the flesh. Mm-hmm. And I was telling the girls, like, I've been tracking you online and just like every time you post something... I, I have to stop in my tracks and process it because I think we all sense something of the sacred in this journey. So I'm so excited about what we're going to learn about your particular journey. Thank you, Kathy. That's how I feel too. For Molly and I, it was just this hug at a conference in Ontario, uh, the Canadian Church Leaders Conference of Kerry's and it was it was instant and it was the same, like no understanding or understanding what the connection was or why. Mm-hmm. And so today's interview with you feels like we, Kathy and I, the honour of just discovering who you are. And we feel mm-hmm. like there's something in you that um, the women of our nation and beyond uh, are going to learn today as we really, we're in a, we're in a, um, a season of talking about the the spheres of influence that God would have positioned his girls in Mm -hmm. for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we'd love first, before we even talk about what spheres you feel like your life touches, Mm -hmm. we want to get to know you. Tell us when I hug you or Kathy tracks with you, tell us to these listeners that are going to do the same, some things that they may not see on social about you. Well, I'm a passionate, passionate, passionate advocate and follower of Jesus Christ since giving my heart to him at five. And he has wooed me and called me and protected me and held me throughout my whole life. Um, I'm a country girl married to my husband, David, for 19 years. We have six beautiful children that I am blessed beyond measure to call mine. Um, yes, I'm happiest and I'm most grounded when I have my feet in dirt (laughs) as a country girl. I love gardening. I love being outside. I love, I love nature and I love being truly planted. Um, I'm a bit of a deep well, (laughs) um, but I really love it. I think I'm foremost a worshiper wherever I go, um, completely captivated 
by who he is and who he's made me to be and the wooing and the healing that he's done throughout my life. I am eternally his. Oh my gosh. So can I ask worshiper as well as sings? I don't like just equating worship to singing, but yes. yes. No, not really sing. Um, a little bit sing in my kitchen, yeah, kitchen maybe shower. in my shower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but not really more than that. Yeah. yeah. I love the word grounded, mm-hmm. planted, planted, some of these, like, these mm-hmm. words for you. So um, rural Ontario, is that right? Yes, rural, rural Ontario. So I met my husband in British Columbia. We lived in the Lower Mainland for eight years. We had our first daughter there. But we, I had to come back home <laughs> to where I'm from, to farm fields, to wide open spaces, to acres and acres. And we are blessed to be on my mom's land. And it's just, it's a, it's a total gift. It really is. Well, for the listeners today, we're in a studio. We're actually in the um, studio here. You want to speak about that for a moment? Sure. So we're so excited because... I, I think that when we collaborate and share resources and share space and share conversation, the best things happen. So Ellen Graf Martin has opened up her studio today at Graf Martin Communications, a brand new space for us to podcast. And I know, Molly, you're really not far from here. Yes. And it's just so exciting that you get to be with us live. In person, And I think yes. in person. So just big shout out to Ellen and a thank you for that. And also... I think as we talk about the mountains and spheres of influence, influence is wherever your feet are planted. Mm -hmm. And so I think to celebrate and honor the space in family and local church and local community, I don't think we can do enough of that. And so we just love that you had talked about grounded, being close to the earth, getting your hands dirty. You so much are the embodiment of saying, this is where I'm planted and I love it. And I love yeah. it. And I do love it. Yes. And you write. Your words are what captivate. Even Kathy, as she said, she tracked with you. And the moment I met you and kind of jumped online with you, there's mm-hmm. just voice. And one of those, um, a few of those core values here for us is that we would be women that have real voice mm-hmm. and um, those bold words and a whole heart. They're the three um, values we love to celebrate through this um, podcast and so we're excited to hear some more of that real voice both here today and then just what's coming out from your life Mm. and so I thought we just thought we would talk for a few moments about um, what it looks like for you one of my okay I want to do this you love the land Mm -hmm. I'm an Australian we the, the listeners have got to know my story a little bit but we don't have fall in our country. We don't. We don't really. Well, in where I'm from in Australia on the coast, we don't have fall. It just kind of the season just shifts without all of what happens right now. So, talk a little bit about what fall feels like for you out where you live and what you love about it. So, I have always loved fall. Fall is my favorite season since I have been, yeah, my whole life, and just the the drama of the the seasons changing. I can't imagine coming from somewhere where there isn't this dramatic shift. And fall, just the rain and the sky and the clouds and the leaves on fire and everything kind of like in a final 
climax of glory. It is, to me, it's just the most beautiful, beautiful season. So I'm thrilled that you're here and you get to see a little bit of it. It's true. And uh, we I never understood why, um, why the hot cold and then why the the rain and then why the wind like what its purpose was in just this season watching it take place before my very eyes has been quite sunny and thinking about that in our own lives as well mm. so um so I we want to know a little bit about some of this um early formative years of you finding Jesus at five Mm -hmm. what did that look like and feel like and how did that happen for you yeah so I grew up in a non-christian family my dad was from a protestant home and my mom was catholic so that coming together was quite challenging with external family um and our my brother, my sister, and myself all, all were saved at a very young age at, with a local Bible club. After school, um, Dutch women who just, that was their mission field. And we came to their house and they shared Jesus with us. And all three of us, yeah, encountered Jesus there in, in remarkable ways, oh, truly. Yes. That if, when I look back on my life, m- it shouldn't have happened that way. I shouldn't be where I am coming from where I came from without the unbelievable hand of God protecting, guiding, directing, mm-hmm. calling, and purposing into what he has for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So talk about local. Like, that's it. This is where this, this mountain, this sphere of influence, one of the mm-hmm. ones that we really felt you would speak into is this local this community those women women. you know that this is your neighborhood yeah your life is eternally transformed because faithful women were faithful in their neighborhood in small ways that maybe seemingly felt like not that important just opening your home maybe does it really matter to bring children in and to share Jesus Mm -hmm. with them does it really matter will it make any kind of an impact And for my family, all three of my siblings, two of my siblings, not three, we're all walking with Jesus now because of what those women did Mm -hmm. and the impact that they had for Jesus in our local community. That's powerful. It is powerful. And I I think we don't celebrate it. We used to. It used to be more the norm that that's how life happened but now we tend to leave our homes in the morning and go to our place and then come back and we miss all of these opportunities right in front of our front door and I've used Jill Briscoe's quote so many times your mission field Mm -hmm. is the space between your two feet Mm -hmm. and so instead of always wanting to be other than where we are Mm -hmm. what I love what I love about you and the message that you are bringing that somebody out there listening needs to hear, and I think lots of women need to hear, is that celebrate where you are planted and find the opportunities. Because look what a difference it made in your life. So, And, and then the generations to come. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. In my, my kids are 33 and 30 and 27, and I know the older two just... They want to be at that place where they could find a place in the country, right? They want to move away from the noise into the country. And you're already there and you've been there. 
and it's a draw, and there's something compelling about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, we should discuss a little bit, I think, about what influence means to you. If that was what happened for you, what's happening in your world, your local, what's, you know, mm-hmm. your children being entrusted with them? Mm-hmm. Um, and then what other spheres are you really sensing God is moving you into? Mm-hmm. So I think influence, to me, it's influence sometimes it can be it's like a scary word, like influence. It's very, it seems very, I don't know, non-approachable. But influence is really just being obedient where you are, listening yes. to the Spirit and being directed by the Spirit and being obedient with whatever He puts in front of you, wherever you are. It's not waiting until you come to a certain place in your life to finally have that influence. It's, it's, it's being faithful now. So wherever you are. And for me, I could look at being out in the country a long ways away from lots of people. I could look at motherhood maybe and think, you know what, motherhood, I need to, I need to do something professionally to have influence or I need to do this to have influence. But the spirit speaking to me and entrusting me with stewarding my children where I am, my relationship with my husband where we are, and everyone that he brings in in and out of our life, that is influence. So for people listening, influence is not this big unattainable thing. It's being faithful. It's asking God to open your eyes and your heart to what he has for you right now. Not tomorrow, not a year from now, not 10 years from now when you finally reach some point. It's right now. What does he have for you now? What door is he opening? What does he want you to step into that maybe doesn't feel comfortable? <laughs> We're laughing because this is Molly's first podcast ever. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. <laughs> maybe it doesn't feel comfortable, but where he calls you to, he will anoint you for and he will equip you to do it for his glory. He will. That's who he is. So whatever that is for women to step into that, step into the water and it will part. That's who God is. It really is. So speak to the female Canadian Christian woman, this this burning passion you have at the moment as we connected. We could feel like this revelation for you. There's so many women that, can't quite find their voice and there's something in you for them I think finding your voice is knowing who you are and how you know who you are is knowing that you're his and the more time you spend with him in his presence and let him remake you remold you and bring you to places of wholeness he gives you and ignites in you the voice that he's always given you. It's always been there. You just maybe weren't aware of what it was. And he connects all the dots. That's, that's what God does. And for me, um, I am super passionate about women coming alongside men in Canada, in the world, in the kingdom as co-laborers, that we are not on the spheres 
but we are brought in because he's given us different revelations, different movements of the spirit to participate fully in bringing his kingdom here. And I am deeply passionate about that. Places that I've come from, churches that I've been involved in, where women didn't have a voice, where you couldn't speak, you couldn't ask for a hymn to be sung. You had to find, talk to a man beforehand and ask them to request the hymn because you couldn't speak in the in the in the building. Um, For women to wonder, why did God give me the gifts that I have, and how do I give them back to him? Where do I use the gifts that he's given me? Was, am I, is that part of me a mistake? Or does he have plans and purposes for the gifts and the calling that he has on my life? And what does that look like for women in Canada? Yeah, when the mission is critical, this is not just... <laughs> when it works out or when we figure it out. This is for the cause of Jesus Christ. This is for people that are lost, that will not hear the gospel, that will not find wholeness, that will not find freedom, that will not be released from all of the crap of their generational past and beyond if we don't get it right, if we don't start coming in and working together for the cause of Jesus Christ. What does that look like? It's serious. Oh, I can share a conversation urgent. that I yeah. that I had yes. with uh, a leader, someone that I deeply respected, a gentleman, and in in a church situation that I was part of. And I sat down with him and shared what does it what it feels like for me as a female to have the passions and the callings and the the longings on my heart to jump in to the mission. And for him to say to me, you know what? I hear that you're passionate about Jesus. I hear that you want to get to the end of your life and look him in the face and say that I, I poured it all out for you. I laid it all out. I used all the gifts and everything that you gave me, I used for you. I hear you saying that, but there really isn't a place for you. There really isn't a place for your gifts. There really isn't a place for your voice. There really isn't anything. And there really probably isn't anything in the, in the vicinity, ex, like in this whole area. There really isn't a place for you. This is, this is sort of as good as it gets. Wow. And this- for, for me, that was devastating totally devastating as a female as a daughter <laughs> with daughters as with well with daughters which is critically important if if i can't then what what is it for them and what does that look like what does that look like and so do the girls listening that are finding themselves in the same places and Kathy one of the absolute passions you carry for the females of this nation between you two what would you say to someone listening to this I would say the tension won't go away systems won't crumble overnight you may be in contexts that don't hold hope of changing anytime soon so the power that you have within you through the gifts that you've been given and the call and ordination on your life does still leave you with enormous 
possibilities and enormous choices. And you get to choose in those spaces what you will do. You can stay and be part of it and influence in the way you can. You can choose to move to somewhere where your gifts are ability are 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 going to be used or or you could prepare for something over a time and grow what you know is in you and along with God trust that he will lead you into the next sphere. But the tension is real, the reality is real, and just by speaking it I think you start to set something in motion. Mm-hmm. So I'm so interested that you've been largely more in the dark in an area of Canada and rural or Ontario, which is not seen. It's not on the nightly news. And we don't know what Molly's life is day in and day out. There's not a spotlight on it. Mm-hmm. But there's been something that's been nurturing and being cultivated. So maybe a smaller context but I'm sitting here today and I'm blown away mm-hmm. by the huge impact of the message that you've just delivered. And I think in all of that, like only God. Oh my goodness, only God. And I'm just encouraged by hearing the words because I think you've already you've already been a catalyst to something. Mm. Thank you. This actually feels like in this room a very holy moment. And what's the spirit? Where's he taking you? What's what's what does this since that came mm-hmm. out of that voice mm-hmm. was brought out into the atmosphere? It creates something like Kathy just said once it's spoken, mm-hmm. it doesn't go back in. Um, but it's God's voice that is speaking. So where are you now? I think I think for a while I was in a really, I believed that that was all that there would be. Like I believed that that would probably be it. I, in the natural realm, I could, I could acknowledge that he was right in a lot of ways. Um, but I think God and his faithfulness and the spirit guiding and leading, God can take nothing and make something god can take amazing Mm. things and create them and just following giving that to god and giving him my brokenness over that my brokenness over not being welcomed to the table not having a place at the table and not only for myself but for other women for my daughters for other other people that I knew desperately needed to be at the table for the mission of Jesus Christ. And there was no place. And giving that to God, giving him my disappointment, giving him my desperation, laying it all out before him. He's faithful. And he has met us in unbelievable ways. Like when it, when the Bible says that he can do immeasurably more than all you could ever ask or imagine, that's, that's the very character and the nature of God. And so when, when you're up against something and you think that there is actually no way for me here, God is a way maker. Mm-hmm. God can do, he can literally make roads appear on oceans. God can do what we what we can't even imagine, what we can't even see, what we don't even, we don't even have words for. And I am so thankful that, that that's who he is, that that really is. Yeah. I would just love to hear you talk about 
why this word table is so important to you? I think the table is is a place that, and it brings up images in our mind that we all understand, that we are all familiar with table. We are all familiar with gathering and with coming and with just being who we are. And to me, the table is the place that, that God welcomes us that God woos us to, that he meets us, and at the table, he reveals who he is. In, in between all of the different people that he brings, he reveals who he is. So to me, the table is, it's like the gospel <laughs> enacted in practical, tangible, real ways. Just coming with what you have and God making it enough. Because that's God. That's what he does. Uh-huh. And at the heart of the gospel is Jesus, mm-hmm. and Jesus wants to build his kingdom through the church. Mm. So in a real sense, is the church the table? I Your would Honor? say yes. I would say yes. Uh-huh. And he is deeply in love with the church. Yeah. It's his bride. It's It's what he protects, what he has stewarded since yes. the beginning, what he deeply cares about. And if we are not caring about the local church represented in the table and the people that he brings, we have lost the mission. We have lost touch with his heart and we need to reconnect and come back to him. We really, really do wherever we are. Yeah. This is really, this is sacred on so many levels and I feel like there'll be more We like conversations that, that need to go off grid and things that are going to be revealed and mm. your words and where they're going to go from this moment um, and what that means for women. We will be anticipating like the the spirit-led responses mm. that will come, the, the, the yielded responses to this. Mm. And I think your, your journey will be one that women will be from this moment watching as you navigate what coming to the table looks like. Mm. And so we are honoured to be entrusted with this moment of your life and the dreams that are being birthed of heaven on your earth through your yes and through all that forming and all that shaping and all that story that we don't even know yet about you. And so if you were standing on the top of a mountain Mm. and just wanted to shout something out right now, right now, what is it that you would want to shout from the mountaintop? I would want to shout Isaiah 43 from the mountaintop. Because to me, that is his heart. And what he's saying to all of the women who are listening, who feel maybe unheard, who feel forgotten, who feel like they don't have anything to bring to the table. Maybe they feel like they're not a welcomed guest. Maybe they feel like they're they're not important enough to be there. I think that the Spirit of God is saying this. Yahweh is the one who makes a way in the sea 
a pathway in the mighty waters. He destroyed chariots and horses and all their mighty warriors. They fell never to rise again, gone forever, snuffed out like a wick. This is what he says. Stop dwelling on the past. Don't even remember these former things. I am doing something brand new, something unheard of. Even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Don't you perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. Wild beasts, jackals, and owls will glorify me, for I supply streams of water in the desert and rivers in the wilderness to satisfy the thirst of my people, my chosen ones, so that you, whom I have shaped and formed for myself, will proclaim my praise. And that's Isaiah 43, 16 to 21. That's amazing. That is one of the verses that we had when Gather was launched that was planted in our hearts, and he just creates something out Mm -hmm. of nothing. And I feel that the story with you, Molly, is one of those where it's a chapter turn. So it's like to read on, it's like dot, dot, dot. We have to turn the page, and we have to keep reading. So we just want to be tracking with you. We just want to invite you into relationship with us and the women in this nation that we can all track together because Mm -hmm. I think what's happening with you will mirror what's happening in a lot of women's lives that God is calling to the table in a way that they may have never dreamed or imagined. So we're on you like glue, okay? (laughs) We're just in it together Mm -hmm. and it's like a dot, dot, dot to be continued. Thank you. Thank you. For the kingdom. The kingdom of the kingdom. Thank you. So, did you capture those moments, girls? Did you hear so many of those moments full of it? Felt like awe was in the room, to be honest, when we're hearing great revelation from Molly, and all of a sudden we hear this roar. And I want to say to every girl listening to this podcast, wherever you find yourself, whether it's um, in the the disconnected wilderness season of your life or whether you're front and center right now to what God is doing in different arenas. I want you to know that you have that same roar and you have that same voice and you have that same moment in the history or present history of our nation to rise up in your arenas of influence, in your local places, amongst your family, amongst your friends and take some courageous steps that we're seeing Molly take in her not too distant future. Follow along with this woman. She's going to be at Gather Rise with us this weekend. We would love to have you along and if you can't make it again, just please share with everyone in your world. It's not too late to turn up and share this episode with women that you believe um, are being entrusted with new spheres of influence. And we are praying for you. Let us know where you are influencing right now. Let us know what God is doing and how you sense he is using you in this season. Thanks for being a part of this podcast, season two. It feels potent. It feels significant. And you are so part of this story of what God is doing through this movement of Gather Across Our Nation. We love you. Thanks for listening to the Her Influence Podcast. We'd love you to share this episode to encourage a friend and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. 
For more on the Gather Women movement, visit gatherwomen.com for free resources, circles, and events in your area. Thanks to Graf Martin Communications, Canada's leading PR and marketing agency serving faith-based organizations from coast to coast for their in-kind support. At Graf Martin, they are true collaborators who come alongside to be your marketing team for good. We invite you to invest in this podcast and the vision of the Gather Women movement. We want to see the voices of women in Canada and beyond represented in equal value and strength in all kingdom conversations taking place across our great nation. We want to see the presence of Christian women in equal value and strength in every arena of influence, including the local church. And now, rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts.